0: guys (laughs) welcome to the kickback this is your host joe um i know it's been a long time i honestly just needed a break like i just needed a mental break from everything i had some things going on but that's what we're gonna talk about today (laughs) we're gonna get it all out together i feel like that's the best way so today's topic we're gonna talk about mental health especially in the black community Cause we all know, like our parents, our grandparents hate going to the therapist. And they just feel like, you know, like that shit is like demonic or whatever fuck. I don't know, but mental health is so important. It's so important to me. Um, I've seen firsthand from family members. I've seen firsthand from myself. What Zach Fox said, shout out mental illness. Shout out to mental illness people out there, you know, we trying to make it in life, <laughs> trying our motherfucking hardest, you feel me? Um, and I'm proud of y'all, because <laughs> it, it's hard to wake up when you depressed, it's hard when you got anxiety, it's hard to like keep fucking living, like, but I'm proud of y'all, because y'all still doing that shit, we doing that shit together, so let's get into it, alright, I hope y'all got all y'all shit with me, with y'all, because <laughs> we got it, so... We got drinks. Um, we got hookah. I just bought me a hookah for my birthday. If y'all want to shout out me for my birthday, my birthday is November nineteenth. You feel me? A day right before Houston motherfucking holiday, November eighteenth. If you feel like shouting your girl out, you feel like sending some in that Cash App. You know, you feel me? Like just, just do that. Cause what would what would Jesus do? <laughs> what would Jesus do? I feel like y'all should just do that. Okay, let's get into it, y'all. <clears throat> so, right now in the Black community, we make up thirteen point four percent of the U.S. population. Um, that sounds so low <laughs> now that I'm reading it, but sixteen percent of that population um, has reported mental illness in the African American African American community alone, so. You know, that's a lot. That's about over 7 million people. So it's just important, you know, like, I know that, you know, for therapy, it can be expensive. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, so when I started therapy, I was a junior in college, and it was free. So for the college students, most, yeah, they be ass. Trust me, I know. Like the therapists on campus, they do be ass. but the one that I had was actually good and it took me a few tries on going. And when I talked to him, you know, I was like, okay, I don't think this shit gonna work. But then when I went to a few sessions, I was like, okay, like, you know, it it feels good to talk to somebody who's a stranger, you know, especially when you're dealing with some real ass shit because you know, somebody that know you gonna look at you crazy. (laughs) Or they gonna be like, bitch, like what the fuck? But like somebody who doesn't know you and is trained for that shit, like it's just it's so much better. And then as time went on, of course I got other therapists outside of school and they were able to work with me because I was a student. And then I literally had, let's see, four or maybe five different therapists. Please excuse all the commotion outside because I don't know why they want to do all this at nine o'clock at night. <clears throat> but yeah, it might take a few tries. It takes a few tries to figure out you know, what you want in a therapist. Um, if you feel comfortable, that's the most important part. So my first therapist, both of them were white. Yeah, I don't think that, <laughs> me personally as a black woman, who is queer I don't I don't want to go to a white therapist shout out to y'all if y'all are really good I just we can't relate there's no way you can really relate to me and what the fuck I got going on so it wasn't until I got a a queer therapist shout out to her she was a dyke it was great but like she was in school so like after a while i couldn't go to her anymore because she had other things to do and then when i found a therapist that really worked with me like she was queer she was black she was spiritual it was perfect like i was able to talk to her and it wasn't like talking to somebody and you felt like you know like they looking at you like what the fuck wrong with you like it was just like bro, she understood and she would help me to understand shit that I would think twice about because of my anxiety or like shit like that and it was just amazing but you just have to find like your person literally like a therapist it's a relationship you know like yeah you might only talk during those sessions or like whatever it's not somebody that you talk to every day unless you build that relationship with them I I have not I haven't been blessed to be able to do that, but <laughs> if you're able to, but yeah, so it's like, you know, that's the person that you talk to about like your deepest, darkest, like fears your secrets, like all of that shit. And I just feel like it's so important, especially in college. Cause I feel like you we go through a lot. Like when, when you think about it, like especially the students that have never been on their own like this is your first time being alone. Um, you know, it's, it's, it can be a lot, especially if you don't know anybody, you go to a whole new school, you don't know anybody, like meeting friends and like making friends, it's not the easiest. In college, it can be if like you're active on campus, but getting over that fear of being around people and like, you know, going places by yourself, yeah, that can be a lot. <laughs> like you have to go to class by yourself, okay. But I feel like being black, going to class sometimes, it's like, fuck, like, I'm going to class with all these motherfucking crackers, like, (laughs) fuck, like, damn. It can be awkward, especially if you're, like, the only black person. I know in my, like, field, I'm in STEM, so when I go to class, it's, like, 20 white men and then I'm the only woman and only black person in there, and it can be so, like, traumatic because it's, like, fuck, fuck. I don't see nobody that's like me you know so I, I get it like it can it can be a lie. and then when you think about everything you deal with like being broke as fucking college oh my gosh like that can take a toll on you in itself and then like you getting a terrible grade on a test or some shit like that shit can really hit home like that shit can really make you feel like shit <laughs> like trust me been there done that and it's like yeah you could just brush that shit off and charge to the game but it's like bruh like What if that's your GPA on the line? What if it's like a scholarship on the line? What if it's like, you know, your parents or whatever the fuck, like on your back? So it's like, damn, you got all this weighing on you, then relationships in college. Like, it could feel like the end of the fucking world, especially when you're a freshman. Like, that shit could just feel like your world is fucking ending. Like, cause you finally found your person and then that person is not your person. (laughs) And then it's like, fuck, like, You know, and if you don't have the support, like, the family and all of that within your circle, it's, like, you deal with a lot of shit alone, but you don't have to. Like, you could talk to your therapist about all of that shit, you know? Like, you don't have to go through it alone. And you could also make friends. So we're gonna go into how to get through that. So for me, like... My first year in college, I was on a dance team, which was stressful as fuck. Like, I was having to wake up, work out, hated that shit, waking up early as fuck in the morning, or going to class and then having to go to practice and not getting out of practice till late as fuck. I'm missing all types of shit on campus, you know? Like, it was hard. And then, still trying to make your grades, Still trying to like do all this shit, and then when you add work to that, it's just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> how can you even do that? Um, so for me, it was it was hard. Like I thought about transferring a few times, like a few times, and then my grades, like it it just <laughs> it just it was not it was not. And for me, I had to like pay for a lot of shit on my own, especially like my first year. I had to get a job which when all of my other friends, you know, they didn't have to get jobs their freshman year. I was going to work, like, so instead of going to the parties or instead of like going to certain shit, I was going to work, you know? So it was like, fuck. But like having my friends still to be there with me, you know, like I could vent to them and we all understood it. And how I made friends, next part, (laughs) was going to shit, literally. Anything that I could find on campus, if it was free, if it had free food, if it had free shirts, even, I would go to that shit. Like, it didn't matter. If it was a game that was giving out shit, I was there. <laughs> like, and you make friends because other people want to meet people also, especially with the black people. If you go to a PWI, you get what I'm talking about. Like, if you go to some shit, and it's only a certain amount of black people. Y'all gonna click together. Y'all gonna cling onto each other because we gotta stick together. You know. Sorry, I'm hitting my. Hook. <laughs> but, you know, you cling together because y'all gotta, y'all gotta, y'all gotta be a unit, especially at a PWI. Depending on like how your school is, and when I say that, I mean as in racism, <laughs> like. Some schools are worse than others. Some schools, like, man, like, everybody hates us all in this bitch, so we have to, like, love each other type shit. And I get it. So going to shit, even if it was a meeting, I was, like, curious. Like, oh, my God, let me try this NAACP meeting just to see what they do. I would go, even if it was by myself, you know, like, just to get to know shit. And that's how I was able to go on different trips. I was able to make friends within that. And then it teaches you how to like network. It teaches you how to do all of that shit. So, you know, I feel like every freshman, like you should go to everything. Even if you're not a freshman, you a sophomore, you a junior, it doesn't matter when you start, like go to everything you can. Like meet as many people as you can. You never know who you can be talking to because people don't realize in college, these people are gonna be the people that will, might be your bosses. They might be your co-workers. They might be somebody that works at a company that you'll want to work for. And they might graduate earlier than you and start working. And if you have that connection, they can help you get on. So it's like, that's when you really want to make these connections and stuff. Like, you want to do that. Especially starting your own freshman year is the best because you're building those relationships for real. So once you become a senior, it's like, damn, like, We already know each other. We've been doing this, that. And then when you make friends with your professors, um, y'all, please, please make friends with your professors. (laughs) If you don't do nothing else, fuck everybody else. Get to know your professors. The more that your professors know you, like, the more they'll be willing to help. You could be having, you could have a 20 in that class, but if they see you every fucking day, if they see you coming there trying, like, you don't know shit like you confused as fuck but you're asking questions like even if you wait until everybody leave class and you go and ask them like hey I didn't get that shit can you explain it and they'll see like okay at least this motherfucker is trying (laughs) like I don't know how many times like I was listening down on my luck like and trying to figure out how the fuck I was going to pass and the professors I made sure I got to know them I made sure, like, I would go to their office hours. I would do whatever. If you're failing right now, I promise you, start going to their office hours. Get to know them because by the time that class is over, they're going to see who didn't go to class. They're going to see who just bullshitted, didn't ever even come to meet them. Like, all that shit over the person, you know, that might be failing because they failed all the tests and shit, but they've been trying. They're going to pass you. i promise you they gonna pass you (laughs) i promise you take it from me like because i had to like learn that it's the connections it's all about connections that's even if you want to do certain organizations on campus connections. like you need to know people you need to know how to talk to people how to connect how to network like I just, you, you just don't know how strong like connections can be, like especially with professors, you know, because they have already worked in the field that you want to work in. And even if they haven't, like professors know other people. Professors are teachers also, like they want you to learn. So if they, you know, they might know a scholarship that you could apply for, they're going to tell you about it or like something like that, like they want to see you succeed. You pay them. <laughs> Remember that also, like, you pay them. They don't pay you to teach you. Like, you're paying your professors to be there. Like, you're paying your professors to go to class. So that's why it's like, if you choose not to go to class, that's on you. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Trust me, I do. (laughs) Like, you don't have to go. You paying for that shit, though. So if you don't want to go, you don't want to go. You're going to miss that shit. Or if you go to class and you're not getting everything that you need out of it, That's also on you, like, use your professors to their best advantage because you're paying their bills, literally, (laughs) so make sure you know them, make sure you know them, like, I feel like you wouldn't just give your money, you wouldn't just cash up somebody and just be like, hey, here's this $100, or here's this $500, because classes is not cheap, you wouldn't just do that without knowing them, so make sure you know your professors, it's the same thing, like... And the more that you know them, I have professors that literally, if I struggled in that class or like anything, if I had calculus in another class or something, I could hit up my old professors and they would literally like help me through that class because I built that rapport with them. So it's like, you just got to do that. And then in doing that, professors will understand like, if they see that you actually give a fuck, they're going to care. So if they see that like you going through some shit, like, I get it. Professors are assholes. <laughs> let's let's start there. No, I'm not like giving them a pass because they can be fucking assholes. Trust me, and they can notice you going through some shit. You could be like, all of my grandmas died, and they're gonna be like, but you still should have came to class. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> or they're gonna be like, you still could have took that test. Like they don't be caring. But if you like show them that you care, and even if they don't, it's always a dean that you can go to. It's always the president if they acting up because again, you pay them and you pay the president, you pay the dean. <laughs> your, your money that you pay for tuition goes to all these niggas, utilize them. And if they acting up, use that against them <laughs> cause you're paying them. Like, and you should want to like get your money's worth. I had to learn that. So also on campus going to get like medical attention. I know most schools have clinics. You're paying for that. It's not free. It, it might be $20 when you go but you're paying for that in your tuition and it's probably like $500 coming out you just don't see it they just saying it's $20 or if you're going to get a therapist on campus it might be free but you're paying for that through tuition so it's like use your utilize that shit like it's free they're there to help and i feel like there's so many instances where like college students like commit suicide or like they just like are going through depression and shit like that. And it's so easy to fall in that. Cause when you got 10 assignments and you only got like five days to do that shit, or like, I don't know, and you got life shit going on, you got work, you got your partner bitching, <laughs> you got all this shit going on and you trying to just like get through like to the next day. It can be hard. So it's like don't go through all this shit alone. Like a lot of students they'll just sit in their dorm like all the time. They'll go to class and go back to their dorm and just stay there. That's not good for your mental. Like you got to get out there. And I know it might be hard, like you could definitely take baby steps. Like go to the library. I did that. Go to the library. You can make friends in the library. Especially I don't know if everybody got like um a second floor. The second floor be popping. <laughs> Like, I've mean, like this at every school, and, and y'all know what the fuck I would be talking about. Like, everybody go there, you might wear your best outfit on campus, and you're like, damn, I don't want to go home yet because I look cute. You're going to go to either the cafe, <laughs> you're going to go to the student center, or you're going to go to the library, and you're going to make friends. Like, you might be sitting there, and you might notice that somebody else studying the same shit as you. Or you might like they shoes or some shit and y'all can start talking. Like, y'all might just become best friends. Like, you never know. Or you might be walking on campus or some shit and like stumble into somebody and then just make friends. Like, y'all, you just, y'all don't know the power of that shit in college. Like, that's what it's about. Like, cause that shit teaches you about life. Like, through life, you're not supposed to live that shit alone. So in college, you shouldn't want to do the same. Like, cause that shit teaches you and your freshman year, most of the friends that you make, I ain't gonna lie to you, y'all not gonna, all of y'all not gonna be friends by senior year. And if y'all are, that's a miracle. That's a miracle, and I'm proud of y'all. <laughs> that's great. It's not a bad thing that y'all not friends, but you just grow. But getting that experience first, like firsthand and like head on in like your freshman year, sophomore year, whenever you start or whenever you end, it's like, bro, like you still get lifelong friends. Like I have people that I, didn't know from a can of paint like came from totally different backgrounds just never would have like outside of school we probably never would have met never would have been friends and they're literally family you know and it's like the shit that you deal with in school like bruh it'd be some shit boy like so you, that'd be your family. Like, y'all might have struggled together. Like, man, I remember taking coins, coins, my nigga, to the gas station. Because that's how broke I was. <laughs> that's how broke I was. I took coins, and my friend came with me. Because I didn't want to go by myself to get gas with some with some fucking coins. My friend came with me. We struggled together. You know how many times my car broke down? Because I didn't have money for gas and my friends would come or they would be with me and they would help me push my car. Like it's just that type of shit. Or if somebody cooking in the dorms or like in the apartment, some shit, they feeding everybody. Like they like everybody come. Like I would cook, everybody would come eat type shit. Cause we all understand the struggle dog. Like outside of school, being black is hard being black in America, in this world, is hard. So it's like, you gotta let that out. You can't just hold all that shit in. Like, that leads to so much other shit. And then you'll take that shit out on your kids. You'll take that shit out on other people. And it's like, nah, bruh. Like, we deserve to be happy as black people. So we need to like, make sure of that. And taking care of yourself, like going to the doctor is important just like you go to the doctor for your body for your physical health you need to go to the doctor for your mental health also like you don't have to go see a therapist just because you feel depressed you don't have to go to a therapist just because you going through a breakup or some shit like that like you can go to a therapist when you feel okay and still talk about the shit you might be having problems that you don't even like realize or that you're not like putting in your or just they're in your conscience And you can talk to a therapist and they'll help you figure out that damn like i've been depressed this whole time and didn't even didn't even feel it didn't even realize it and i've just been letting it out on in other ways so it's like you just have to take that step and it can be hard especially it's hard to find a therapist there's websites like therapy for black girls which is not just for black girls it's for everybody and I have found two of the best therapists through there. Um, there's amazing therapists on there, a lot, a lot of them. <laughs> and it's it'll, like, tailor to your city, your state, whatever you can put in if you have insurance, if you don't, if you want them to be for this, that, the third, um, if they help, like, queer people, all of that. Like, you can filter that out and find a therapist. Um... There's so many ways, and if, if you want to get, you know, cheaper, like, there is therapists that will work with you. Trust me, like, they, they will. They're not just gonna turn you away. Um, there is therapists that will, like, give you a discount. They'll do some type of something, because, you know, they are doctors at the end of the day. When you go to the hospital, they don't just turn you away if you're in critical need. Therapists will not do the same. So you just have to, you just got to find you them, my nigga, you know? Because we black, and it's hard. Being black in school is hard. Being black in the world is hard. But it's like, it don't have to be as hard. We can talk through that shit. We can work through it. So that's my topic for today. Yes. My bad, y'all. I almost died. (laughs) Oh, my God. I hit the hookah too fucking hard. Hookah can be deadly. Y'all be careful out here. But, yeah, definitely. Ways to get through that. Journaling. Journaling, honestly, was something that my second therapist taught me. And it stuck with me because it, it really helped. And then to go further, because journaling helped for me, but then I was, like, I feel like there was something else that I could do because journaling was, like, I, I, I wasn't doing it every day. And so my therapist told me, like, making videos, <clears throat> just private ones, not to put on social media, <laughs> but just, like, recording yourself. And at first I was, like, that shit's weird. <laughs> I'm not doing it. And <clears throat> one thing about therapy When your therapist gives you homework and you don't do it, I mean, that's on you. I'm not going to lie. When I first started, it was a lot of shit that I was like, that shit weird. So I didn't do it. And it wasn't until I was like, okay, fuck it. Let me just try it. So I started, like, doing the videos. And once I got to talking, I just let it all out. Like, literally, I would just be crying. Like, everything. Just letting all that shit out in the video. And I would keep it just for like my personal shit still to this day have not watched them <laughs> but it was just like a good way to release it was like talking to yourself and then you're also looking at yourself so talking to yourself like and just telling them how you feel and then just letting all of that shit out and then like motivating yourself like hyping yourself up like giving yourself affirmations. so that helped me also that and then just like writing letters to yourself so if you're in a really depressive state like writing a letter to motivate you or say what you want in the future like how to get through that or even just writing about how you're feeling in that moment for you to read in the future and be like okay like look at how far I've come like I was really sad this day and today I'm feeling really happy I'm I'm in a good space and now I'm feeling a lot better. And it's like, damn, I had progress. I you could look back at like your journals or like your videos and be like, damn, like I see where I was then and I see where I am now. I've come a long way. That also helped for me working out, finding a hobby even like working out for me when I was at my like most depressive states helped so much, like it was a stress reliever. And then I was getting fine at the same time. So like, why not? <laughs> um, just finding hobbies. Like, I got into cooking a lot. Like, that's a big stress reliever for me. Smoking weed, I feel like, is the, the best. That's probably the best one. Um, drinking is not the best, not the best way to cope with mental illness. And I I know it might be the best feeling to be like, yeah, let me go get this motherfucking patron. Let me get this Hennessy, just drink that whole bottle. But it's gonna make you feel worse, trust me. Like, as much as, you know, you might be hyped for a minute, you are gonna start thinking about all of that sad ass shit. And it's not a good habit to get into. Drugs are also not a good habit to get into, guys. Please, please. <laughs> but I am an advocate for weed, so do what you will with that information. These are just some ways that you can like cope with it, Um, but also to get through it. Everybody's different though. So it might be that you feel like playing video games. My therapist, one of them, also told me try to do childhood things when you're really sad. So if that is, I don't know, going skating or like playing video games, watching cartoons that you might've watched when you were little, like, tending to your child, childhood self, or just like doing things that maybe you, you're not doing while you're depressed. So if you really like to go swimming when you're not depressed, go swimming. Like maybe it'll help to trigger like those happy like nerves and things like that. Or if, you know, it could really be anything going driving. <clears throat> For me, driving is a stress reliever. Sometimes driving in Atlanta, is a stress inhibitor. Like, it, it makes me go crazy. But, like, driving at night is a stress reliever for me, but I can drive for hours. <laughs> so it's like having a happy median. but just finding what that is for you, like, and trusting your body, but also allowing yourself to feel those feelings. If you're feeling depressed or you're feeling sad, feel that. <clears throat> like, feel that. Cold hold heartily. Like, if you want to sit in your bed and cry, you want to sit in your bed and just sleep for a few days, do it. Like, let your body feel that. Let yourself do that. Don't let anybody tell you, no, you need to do do, that. No, listen to your body. And if that's what you want to do, do it. Just don't stay there for too long. So you might want to just sleep for three days. That's fine. I am an advocate for rest, so... Take that nap or several, do it. You wanna watch um, or binge watch series all day, do it. Like, do it. Let all those emotions go. If you wanna cry all day, like, let that shit out. Maybe your body needed to release that and just go from there. And then once you release that, then do something that makes you happy. So if you want to sit and cry for like a few hours, do it. And then be like, okay. I'm gonna take myself to Target. Start little. <laughs> Start little. Be like, okay, I'm gonna take myself to Target. I'ma get some ice cream or like some, I'ma look around in the clothes, I'ma look around and like, you know, all the little shit. I'ma look in the decorations and shit and then I'ma go home. And that might that little thing might make you feel happy. Or if you like, damn, I wanna go get a milkshake from Chick fil A <clears throat> or not Chick fil A because everybody doesn't support them. We don't support them. Um, <laughs> if you want to go get some ice cream, go get it. Like, And if that's going to make you happy, like, allow that. But don't let it consume you. Don't let the sadness consume you. And that's not always easy. Trust me, it's not. But just try your best. Something else that helped me was yoga. <clears throat> I got into yoga heavily. And I was doing it every day. And it was just... It was great for me because I, I a, I'm a dancer, so stretching, of course, I love doing that. And before I started yoga, I would wake up every morning and stretch. <clears throat> I made a playlist of different songs that like made me happy or like just calmed me, soothed me, and I would stretch to that. Then I got into yoga and then I was meditating and then I made it consistent. So I was doing yoga and meditating every morning and within yoga stretching. So then I was doing all of that. And it might sound like a lot, but it's not. because you can literally take like 20 minutes to do all of that. You can start up, wake up in the morning, meditate. Right when you wake up, drink some water and meditate. After you do that, you can easily go into yoga, do that, then start your day. And you straight, make sure you brush your teeth and take a shower, please. But you can start your day. And, honestly, that little part, like, just helped my days to feel a lot better. Or it could also help you to feel like you accomplished something. Like, oh, my God, like, the smallest things when you're depressed, it could just make you feel so accomplished. Like, okay, I woke up. I got out of the bed today. That is an accomplishment. Be proud of yourself. Pat yourself on the back for that. You got to give yourself, like, the, the little things, you know? Okay, I took a shower. I woke up, brushed my teeth, took a shower, and then I did yoga. Like, bruh, that, that'll feel so good. Like, damn, I did all of that shit. Like, I did a lot. I did a lot. <laughs> I did a lot. And then if you wake up, <clears throat> meditate, brush your teeth, take a shower, then do yoga, then you can add making breakfast. Boom. Like, that's a whole routine or a few. And then it's like, damn, I really did all that. <clears throat> like, I really got all that shit done today. And that might seem like something that's like, damn, like, you should be doing that. But for somebody that's depressed, it's like, that's a huge accomplishment. Like, and you should be proud of yourself for that. Even if you want to take it further. Like, and then you go to Target after all of that. And that's like your win. Like, damn, I'm going to go to Target if I wake up and I meditate and I do yoga, then my gift to myself is gonna go to Target. And then I'm gonna gift myself a milkshake. Yo, that in itself would just make me happy. <laughs> like, bruh, I just got all this shit done and now I could go to Target, get myself a gift, even though it's cheap, you know, Target expensive. You might get you a little something, like just a little thing that's on sale. And then you go get you a milkshake? Dog, like, I'll be in heaven, like what the fuck? It's like the little things, like you just got to pat yourself on the back for the little things. And outside of that, like, don't be so hard on yourself. Like, allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to be happy, but also, like, be proud of yourself for the little things. You know, it might be something like, damn, like, I cooked dinner today. That's... Oh my god like i'm adulting (laughs) or like damn like i cleaned up the house like that is adulting i'm proud of myself like the little things like bruh, just make sure that you're allowing yourself to be you like allow yourself to be happy but also allow yourself to be sad like we're human we're not perfect we are human beings and we all have a breaking point we all have bodies that need things like you might need sleep don't we are not slaves no more y'all rest please rest <laughs> please rest bro you can do that like you do not have to work yourself to death like you can also just do things to make yourself happy do things for you if you want to take that day off from work do it do it bro. they will be oh fucking k <laughs> they will be okay Like, you are the most important person. Your mental health is more important than any job, any friendship, any relationship, anything. It is so important because it all starts with your mental, like, and then everything else trickles down after that. Because you could believe that you're going to do this, that, and the third and do it, or you can be negative and be like, I can't do this, that shit hard, and you will never do it it's all about mental, it's all about mental, and making that strong, just like you work out the most, okay, so people that work out the most, and people that, you know, are really, like, health connoisseurs, and all that shit, say that it all starts with your mental, because you have to believe that you can do this shit, right, waking up every morning at six o'clock to work out, like, that's mental, like, You got to train yourself to be like, bro, like, this is not just um, a task that I'm waking up to do every day. Like, I'm excited to wake up and I'm excited to go work out. Oh my gosh, like, I get to work out today. That's, that's a win, you know, instead of like, damn, like, I got to fucking wake up and go fucking work out. Like, that's not, (laughs) that do not help you to want to do that. You got to be like, damn, I get to go to work today. And that's hard. (laughs) That's hard. But it's like, damn! I get to wake up and go to work today. Like, I'm gonna have a good ass day, and just have a good ass day. Like, don't let the, don't let nothing make your day bad. And I know that's hard, cause it be hard for me sometimes. Cause you know they do be a lot, especially when you black in the white workforce. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a fucking lot. But you gotta just gotta tell yourself, like, bruh, everybody doesn't have a job, especially right now. Everybody doesn't have a job. So I get to go to work. I get to, you know, do this, or I get to drive my car, you know, it's the little things that you just have to, you just gotta hype yourself up about, you know? Like, make yourself feel like so important, because it starts with you. Like, can't nobody else make you feel beautiful? Can't nobody else make you feel happy? Can't nobody else make you feel none of that? And my therapist told me that like, other people's emotions are not your problem. And that might sound selfish, but it's okay to be selfish. <laughs> like, you don't always have to, if, somebody, if somebody's feelings is hurt, that is their feelings to feel. That is not your problem. If you hurt them, yes, apologize. Do that. But your feelings are the most important. And when my therapist Told me that shit I was like What the fuck is this bitch Talking about Like that sounds Like some asshole ass shit But when you think about it It's true Like You can uh, Everybody's gonna feel How they feel Like But you are not always Like The reason for that Or whatever Somebody could feel like They hate you And you didn't do shit to them Somebody could feel like You hurt them Just because you might have Stepped on their toe On accident Like But that's their feelings Like that's they have every right to feel that way. It's like you have every right to feel whatever you feel. And their feelings are not your problem. So making sure that you are okay mentally, physically, emotionally is you. Can't nobody else do that for you. You have to work through things. You have to do things on your own. So then that in life, can't nobody even like people can make you sad yeah like you're human but can't nobody make you feel like below because (laughs) you decide that you're going to feel that way and if you don't decide that you want to be sad because of what this person said if you decide that you don't want to feel this way because of what somebody did then you won't feel that way because you get to decide that you know so deciding for yourself that you want to work on your mental health is beautiful um And I feel like all of us really need to work on that. This pandemic has been a lot. It's changed everybody's life, like everybody from the richest to the poorest. The richest, you know, they might've had a lot of motherfucking advantages than us, but we're all human beings. Like we all had to go through this shit and it was a lot. It was a lot. Being in school in a pandemic was a a fucking lot. (laughs) Was a fucking lot, dog being black with all this shit going on during the pandemic was it has been has been a fucking lie so working through that shit is important and having a therapist you can relate to that you feel like hears you and helps you is so important my therapist literally like she would bring up topics before i did she would be like did you see like this person who might've gotten, you know, killed by the police. Or like, did you see like these riots that happened or shit like that? How did that make you feel? Like her bringing that up and it's like, damn, okay. She's forcing me to talk about it, but it's good that I'm letting that out. Cause I would have never like said, yeah, girl, did you see that shit that happened at the white house and da 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 or whatever? Like I wouldn't have done that. But her being like, nah, like you should talk about this. You're black in America. And I, it's hard for me, so I know it's hard for you we should talk about this right now before we even like start the session. So it's, it's shit like that. Or even just talking to your friends about it, you know, like having those conversations. I know it's hard for black people to talk about certain shit. And it's because it's very traumatic for us. It is. It really is. But it's also like we have to live through it. So we should work through it and talk through it. Because we're not going to get better if we just try to ignore it that shit's gonna build up like you you can't do that you can't you have to work through that you have to talk through it like when shit that we see on twitter we should not see all the time but we do we do (laughs) It, it be like dead bodies and shit on twitter all the fucking time and it's like damn you really can't run from it you can mute shit but you can't mute videos that have this type of shit in it or we're seeing like people getting killed and all of this shit from police or from this or for that, or in Philly, all the shit that's going on there. It's like, bro, like we see that shit every day. And that can be a lot on your mental, especially being black. It's like, damn, like, fuck, I gotta live in all this shit, you know? So it's like having somebody to talk to about that really, it, it helps, it helps because, especially when they're also black and can relate, that is just major. And then talking to your friends about it also, seeing that you have other people that you can relate to and you have like that family that family aspect it's like damn like we all got each other back like yeah all these people are against all these people are against us but we got each other like that's that's what black people are black people are made for like we are made to work together we are made to be family we are made to help each other uplift each other raise each other, love each other. Like that is what we're meant to be. And I mean all, all black people. (laughs) I do not just mean heterosexuals. I mean all black people. And you, in order to like really love all black people, you have to love all black people. And I mean to love each other. So that's all I have to say, y'all. I love y'all black people. I am here for y'all y'all are free to dm me if y'all ever want to talk like you can dm me like i am free to talk to you or i can point you in the direction of somebody who can help you like never feel as though you cannot reach out to somebody you can always reach out to me and if i don't reply immediately it's probably because i'm going through some shit too (laughs) but i will reply as soon as i am feeling better but if it is something very serious i will reply to you and especially if you're a college student you can always reach out to me with any questions, and we will be having, I will be having some more episodes for college students specifically um, that y'all I'm pretty sure will wanna check out, Um, especially if you are a senior or looking to get into other realms, especially in your career, your resume and shit, y'all might wanna tune the fuck in. So make sure y'all are telling your friends, your mama, your grandma, probably not your grandma, she probably gonna cuss me out for the shit I be saying, But tell your friends, bro, tell your family members, you know, make sure y'all listening. I appreciate all y'all support. I appreciate all of the love that y'all have been giving me. Y'all can stop bullying me because the episode is for the drop and I'm gonna drop more. I'm going to be consistent. Y'all do not have to try to fight me, okay? Thank you. And I appreciate y'all. I appreciate everything that y'all keep doing keep listening, y'all, I love that I am touching y'all, because at first I really was just talking, but realizing that some of y'all are really benefiting from this makes me, and encourages me to keep doing it, so keep giving your love, keep giving love to other people, and make sure to motherfucking check on yourself, make sure your mental health is good, my nigga, like, we gotta live through this, we gotta live through this shit, bro, you can't die, we can't die, bro. We got to live, my nigga. They want us to die. Like, we got to make it through this shit. You feel me? Like, we got to make it through, my nigga. Like, you got to do this. Like, we going to do it to motherfucking gather. We got each other. Like, if you feel like don't nobody got you, like, I got you, bro. I, I fucking got you. Like, I do. So, with that being said, I'm going to see y'all in the next next motherfucking episode. <laughs> I'm fin to smoke my motherfucking hookah. So y'all have a good motherfucking night. I love talking to y'all. I love y'all. Peace.